listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm Chuck Peters, your host, and you know we like to talk about a lot of different things, some of which are challenging, some of which are encouraging, some are just very practical. This is going to be one of those really practical days. Uh, we have um, historically, as, as uh, kids ministry leaders, many of us over the years have led our ministries using uh, resources that we receive printed on paper print resources that you may get a, a booklet, a leader guide, a lesson plan that you have in your hands and that you hold. And more and more over the course of time, many ministries are moving to a digital uh, way of receiving those resources. And so the question is, is it time for you to consider any part, receiving any part of your resources electronically so that you can print them yourself or so that you might use them right off of a screen? And so the big question for today that we'll be discussing with my guest is print or digital? How do I know which is right for me? And so my guest today is my good friend, Landry Holmes. Hi, Landry. Hey, Chuck. How are you today? I'm doing okay. I think both you and I have a little tickle in our throats. So we're, we've got the cough drops and sip on our water. It's fall. And so uh, if either one of us has a little moment of throat scratch, listeners, please forgive us. We were just commiserating about that very thing with the Halls cough drops. This episode brought to you by Halls, menthol cough drops. And so, but, but Landry, you, you lead publishing for Lifeway Kids. You've been involved in ministry for a lot of years and you've creating resources and, and using them on the user end. And so we've, a lot of uh, our listeners have, uh, have always used paper as a way of facilitating uh, resources, purchasing books and booklets and things. And, but there's been a movement really over the last 20 years or more, but slowly over time, that's been increasing of choosing and using digital resources. And in fact, there are now some resource sources that are only available digitally. And for many of us, uh, or maybe our younger listeners who are digital natives, they're just all about the digital. Sure, no problem. That's great. But for some of us, there may be a thought process uh, that might say, what, what might the benefits B, of choosing to use a digital resource instead of a print one. So acknowledging first that there are, there are pros and cons of everything. So there's great things about print and there's difficult things and there's great things about digital and there's some things that might be challenges for us. So let's have that conversation a little bit. Um, where do you begin in this decision, Landry, about whether my church is better suited uh, for me to be choosing and using a print resource versus something that's electronic. So Chuck, I'll start with where you don't start. And where you don't start is price. Mm. Early early on when um, companies and publishers such as us started producing curriculum digitally, the idea of the consumer and the church was, well, then that's going to be cheaper, right? And... Uh, it's not necessarily cheaper in cost because it's not cheaper to produce. The only thing that you are saving on when it comes to uh, for us producing is paper, basically uh, paper and, and shipping. But uh, we still had to pay for art. 
We still have to pay for manuscripts. We still have to, you know, pay for all these things that really costs to produce something. Uh, on the other end, on the on the church's end, while you may not be receiving paper copies, a lot of times churches that decide to go digital uh, do so, but then they print off full leader guides and full color activity pages and and um and don't really realize savings now they may save in one budget but they're not saved they're overspending in another in their you know in their office supplies or their copying budget so where you don't start is what's cheaper because I think that you will find that in the long run, most of the time you're going to be paying pretty much the same as a, as a church, whether you get print or whether you get digital. There may be some savings here and there if you go digital, but there might be some savings if you go print. So that's where you don't, you didn't ask me where I don't start, but I just, I wanted to put that out there because I, so many times I think we think if it is digital, it's going to save me money and it not necessarily because so all, all you're doing is you, is um, you're not having to pay for paper but you're in, in printing, but you're still having to pay for development of resources. And, and possibly, you, know, you may you may possibly be paying paying for ink and paper that you print yourself on the on the other side of it. So that is an interesting observation to make is if the primary difference is just in how you receive the resource, you you get the booklet mailed to you in a box or you get a file that then you press print and you have to print and collate and staple. Anyway, you're winding up with essentially a print resource in your hands at some point in time, potentially anyway. So that's a good uh point of consideration is you try to determine which way to go. And and I think that then goes to answering your question is how do I know what to purchase is you need to ask yourself, am I a print church or am I a digital church first? Print first or digital first? And it can get I'm trying I'll try not to get complicated here, uh Chuck. But like in in our instance, we uh, you can put everything that that you can get in print, um, almost virtually everything you can get in print. You can also, from us, from Lifeway, you can also get digitally. So you, you got to decide, well, well, are we print first or digital first? And the reason I say that is because if you're digital first, you can supplement by purchasing some print stuff, if you feel like, okay, I don't want to make copies of all these little guides. I, I have one teacher that likes print. And by the way, print is not a generational thing necessarily. Hmm. You know, you mentioned that, but I'm, I'm finding that it's really not an age or generational thing. It's more of a learning preference or a user preference, whether or not they'd like to have paper or where they'd like to have it on their mobile device. And let me just tell you a personal experience Yeah, um, from the way. I, so my church purchases for me, I'm a volunteer and my church's church purchases for me print materials. However, there are times that I want it digitally. So I will, you know, download the digital uh, and, and, 
this helps me as a publisher know how to experience it both ways. Um, and so I, I will find myself sometimes with a leader guide. I'm going to I'll do it off of my uh, tablet and, you know, I'll I'll highlight things on my tablet and I'll use my tablet uh, for for teaching uh, and for planning, uh, especially for planning, because it's it's so versatile. It's so mobile. If I'm traveling or wherever I am, I can, you know, pull it up on my phone or my tablet. And if I need to, to look at it, um, on the other hand, the disadvantage for me is that when I have my print one, what I don't have in digital, what I have in print is I can see a whole, uh, unit or whole volume several weeks at one time. And I can look at those unit pages without having to go in, in unit overviews and, and other things that I, that I might have to go somewhere else to look for because all I've got on my digital, all I've got digitally really is that Sunday or that, you know, or that Wednesday or whatever, uh, whatever it is. But my church is print first, but I, it, uh, but we do some digital. I, I went to a church a couple of weeks ago. They've been using digital during uh, the pandemic as yes. they are as they are more and more gathering together uh, in person. They decided to move back to print because they were doing what you just said, buying the digital and then printing all these things. And yes. so they decided print is the best. We're a print first church. However, they are going to purchase some digital because they want to be able to have the versatility of helping substitutes. So say you have to get a substitute on Saturday night. Well, I can just send you a PDF and you're set. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's talk a little bit about some of that versatility that digital brings. Um, there, there is a kind of a, a tangibility to the print resource. When you get the book and you hold that book, you can feel its thickness and its weight and its quality. And there's, that's a great thing to have that tangible feel that we are using this high quality resource, you know, you, and you, you can feel it because you've, you've got it in your hands. But you, you, when, can also, Chuck, Chuck, yeah. you can also you can also smell the paper and ink. You can so. smell the and it, there's that great new new curriculum smell that it has. It's like That's new right. cars and new sneakers and brand new curriculum that you just open up. <laughs> that great smell. <laughs> <laughs> but if you excuse me, if you are in a place where that leader guide is in the hands of one leader and they need to get it to someone else on a short notice, you have to physically meet up and do a handoff or make an exchange. So there, that may be one of, uh, of uh, 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 a limitation in terms of flex flexibility uh, where digital may give you an advantage. What other sorts of versatility and flexibility do digital resources give us? that make them uh, something that might be a good choice. If, if you are in a situation where you have a um, monitor or television in your room, you, if you have digital, you're able to project the pictures, the Bible teaching pictures or, or posters or memory verses. You're, you know, that's already designed everything for you. You can project them in the room. If you have, and, and so many, rooms now um, a kids ministry they're they're adding you know televisions or zero screens modeling or building they're putting yeah. screens in there and so uh that's part of your versatility is you don't have to you, one for one thing your poster can be 
you know, 56 inches, that's the size of your screen, rather than 17, 11 by 17, because that's the size of the poster. Now, I do still like to have the paper poster, um, but I like also, see, I'm one of those, I like both. Um, And uh, right now, we just we just started uh, a kindergarten class. I'm teaching kindergartners uh, and we just started it, but we started in the middle of the curriculum use. So I didn't have the poster pack because another class had it. Yeah. And so I use the digital and I can show them on my screen. Now I don't have a TV in there yet. I'm asking the preschool minister if she'll get me one. I'm married to the preschool minister, so <laughs> I keep asking her if I can get one. Uh, but I'll show it on my computer, you know. And so I, so it's like, okay, I'm not restricted. I can still show this poster because I can show it, you know, digitally. So that's one of the versatilities is being able, wherever you are, and you know, be able to do that. But, you know, again, that doesn't mean I don't want paper. I also have some paper posters of other things like Bible book posters and timeline posters. I have those on my wall because I'm going to add to those as I continue to teach and more Bible stories and teach more books of the Bible. I'm going to add to those posters. And so that's helpful to have that. So I, you know, I kind of like the hybrid model, but I still, but you still have to decide are you print first or digital first? Yeah. And if you're digital first, but you print everything, then maybe you should be print first. Yeah. Digital is your supplement. If you're digital first, then you can buy a few print things like a timeline poster or, or, you know, a poster pack or, you know, a leader kit that's got little books in it and, and posters and games and stuff. You supplement your 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 digital that way. But you, you just have to decide what are you? And part of it is to, I believe, is listen to your teachers and watch your teachers. Do they read books on Kindles or other devices? I bet I wasn't supposed to say brand name, was I? Do they read their do they read books on on um tablets or do they read books um you know, hardback. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is that that some people like me read certain kinds of books on a tablet and certain kind of books hard copy. And and uh, the, the people that like to read books that they like to reference are probably and they like to read those hard copy. They're probably going to want a printed leader guide. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. for something leader guides, you know, activity. And then when you get into activity pages, um, you know, some churches, they, they, they'll print those out. Other churches, they buy the print. And it's so part of it depends on your abilities at your church to print in color. And and if you have that in your budget to be able to do that, because you'll find printing in color costs. It will cost you money. You may not see it because it's in somebody else's budget. Yeah, so really, it's important to think about the different users and the different audience that you serve, audiences that you serve. You mentioned, watch your teachers. What do they prefer? And give them something that they prefer. But then you also have children. And what did they prefer? And what's the better experience for them? So it's possible, like Landry, what what you're saying about yourself may truthfully be the best recommendation for everyone is maybe it's not one or the other. Maybe it's some combination that is really a better fit for you. So perhaps you have leaders who enjoy 
responsibility uh, of a digital leader guide, but you want to continue to get the printed physical activity pages and, and handouts for the children that are a higher quality when you get that product where the color does matter, the paper does matter, um, that you're actually sending home with them. So that's an interesting observation is you really need to evaluate uh, piece by piece uh, and user by user what is really the best choice for your, uh, for your context. Right. Yes, I, I, now, I, I will admit, when you mix print and digital, you will be spending a little more, you will be spending more money because because you're you know you're paying for print but you also pay paid for a digital package over here because most things are digital packages um and uh you know you just have to decide if that's worth worth it if that's what works best for your church but i think more and more churches we're going to see this hybrid model um there are some churches that are straight digital but I think there's very few that don't still print out things for their teachers and for the well, kids. And you mentioned uh, cost is really not a factor and shouldn't be a factor, but something that is a consideration is shipping. And so no matter, there's no way around it. If you order a print product, you're going to have to have something pulled from a shelf in a warehouse and put in a box and taped up and put on a truck and driven or flown somewhere and then brought to you. That all takes time and there's costs involved in shipping. Uh, where with a digital resource, um, I mean, something that you purchase that's physical, there's always the potential, that doesn't happen often, but there's the potential that something could be on back order, may not be available if uh, for whatever reason, there's been a rush on a certain volume of something, it may be, uh, take a little longer to get that physical delivered. Where with the digital resource, there's never, uh, it's never uh, unavailable and you can get it pretty much instantly. Is that right? That's correct. So it's not just... <clears throat> That kind of goes back to don't just look at the cost of shipping. Also look at the timing and convenience because shipping, if it's on back order, then you're waiting longer, uh, depending on where you are in in relation to where the distribution center is for your publisher. That takes more time. So it is cost and time. And you're right. Digital is it's available immediately. And you get it right then. And, um, you know, so it, it's there's there's just a lot of, of variables. And here's the 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 good. The cool thing, I think, is that some publishers give you a choice. And so if you start using digital and you decide, you know what, like this church I was telling about earlier, um, Beginning in the fall, we've decided we're going to go back to print. We've had this season. We're going to go back to print. Well, they're not skipping a beat in their scope and sequence or their Bible study plan. Are are they're learning how to use their materials because they're laid out the same? You know, basically, it's the same teaching models, the same pedagogy. It's the same scope and sequence and Bible study plan. It's the same kinds of resources and for the kids and for the teachers and for the classroom. And so you can make a easy transition because you're not changing anything other than the format. 
of how you receive it and and then also how you consume it um and and i i want to stress because i don't think i said it clearly enough that when you purchase digital are you you need to ask yourself how am how are people consuming this content at our church are they consuming it on print either i'm printing it for them or they're printing it are they consuming it digitally because to, to consume it digitally then that means they're probably teaching or at least studying from a tablet or a smartphone and so it's more than just how you get it it's how is it being used and consumed in preparation for teaching and actually in the actual session itself. Mm. Great. Well, another consideration, and the last one that we'll touch on together today, this is a big conversation and there's a lot of things for each church to think about really to decide which is best for them. The great thing is to know that there, you have choices. Uh, there's more than one way to receive your resources and you can receive them in print or digitally or in any combination uh, to do what you need to do most easily and most effectively. That's a great thing to know. Um, but the way that you receive those resources uh, is, is another consideration. And so we have up to this point had a curriculum delivery system that we have used at Lifeway for our resources uh, called My Curriculum Manager that is being retired and we're moving to a new system of delivery. And there are some new uh, features uh, innate to that new environment that are really good improvements. Landry, can you tell us this very high level what is exciting about this new delivery system uh, for how we will be delivering uh, in our currently right now, you can go get them there. Uh, Lifeway kids content through the ministry grid platform. What excites me the most is it's really easy to send to your individual teachers, just what they need every week. Very easy to do. Uh, and it's very easy then for the teacher to consume you know they they have to uh, you know they have to to register, but it's a very very simple registration system, and it, it's it's that way with a lot of digital apps anyway. And so once once they have that, then when I send them the link for the next week, then they don't have to go through that again. They just have to log in and they have it right there. And it is. Um, I always forget the right term, but you can use it in a mobile device. So it's it's mobile accessible. What's what's the right friendly. term? It's mobile ready, mobile friendly, mobile, mobile first. Friendly. It so, works well uh, on your phone or your computer. That's right. That's right. And on your tablet. So uh, that excites me about about how uh, that the other thing that excites me is that it allows us to get to uh provide for a church resources just for our families that the church can send out to their families. Mm. You know, in the past we used, um, we used digital apps, you know, like on phone apps and, and um, tablet apps, but the individual had to either purchase them or even, you know, most of them were free that we did that went along with our curriculum, but the individual parent had to remember where to go in the app store, the Google play store, wherever it is that they get their apps and then download it. And, and then remember from week to week to use it with their family. Well, 
with our at-home resources, the way we're able to deliver it through Ministry Grid is that a church sends it directly to their parents, and those parents can go and get that content and and get the content for the week that that church is on. So that goes to another thing I'm excited about is how we can schedule, how church can schedule their curriculum however they need to schedule it does it so you don't have to start on the first sunday in september you can start earlier or later because you set your schedule and then you send your your home your parents stuff on that same schedule so you make sure that they're getting that home resources the same time that the kids are learning it at church so that to me is exciting the scheduling the uh the easy way to to communicate with parents and your teachers and um i I don't know if that helps or, or not and Something that's kind of the back end is that Ministry Grid is built in such a way that we have already made enhancements that people might not have known that we made, that we made quickly as as people started using more of it. And they said, well, you know, it'd really be nice to have this feature. Now, we can't give everybody every feature they want because what you want, I might not. I might detest, you know, I might like it all. But it does allow us to 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 be versatile and flexible in and so we created a whole new section just for ministry leaders called advanced planning and did that in a very short period of time because we heard, okay, I really like ministry grid, but what I miss from you know, this this my curriculum manager is this. And we were able to do that through a whole a new tab called advanced planning. So anyway, uh, the at home resources, the scheduling, the verse being us being able to respond to churches more quickly. All of that, I think, is 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 exciting. Fantastic. And so if you are a user of any LifeWay Kids curriculum resource, Explore the Bible Kids, the Gospel Project for Kids, or Bible Studies for Life Kids, you don't have to choose Ministry Grid. When you select digital, you will be directed there and you get all the benefits and privileges of the new improvements that Landry has mentioned. And I'm sure more that we have not had time to talk about today. Uh, So that Ministry Grid interface and all the flexibility that it gives you for how you receive and filter and distribute your content is all free as part of the package when you use digital resources through LifeWay Kids. That's an exciting thing. Uh, Those at-home Sources that Landry mentioned are free to you, whether you use print or digital. You likewise get that link that you can share for life or life with kids at home resources for Bible studies life for life. Explore the Bible or the gospel project for kids at home. That's all free to you. And you receive notification about where to get that link when you choose to use the resource. Uh, It is time as we near fall to be making your selection. If you've not already made a curriculum decision, I want to encourage you to jump on it because time is not on your side as we approach fall. We're all excited for the relaunch, the restart of fall and the kickoffs that are coming. And we want to equip you well to do that. If if you're looking for a curriculum resource and haven't decided yet, I'd love to direct you to visit teachkids.lifeway.com. Teachkids.lifeway.com is a website that we've put together that lets you see, uh, see, show, share, and compare Lifeway Kids resources side by side. You can look at study plans and leader guide samples and the platform, the uh, the framework that each resource is built upon, all right there at teachkids.lifeway.com. 
Landry Holmes, thank you for your words on print and digital. It's a pleasure and a privilege to have you. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Chuck. You know, I always enjoy talking about curriculum. And we always love talking shop with you too. It's always great. <laughs> Listeners, thank you. We hope that you always love tuning into the podcast. You know that we are praying for you as you serve the kids and families in your context at your church. May the Lord bless you until we meet again. Come back soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Get equipped and re-energized for a new season of ministry at the Etch Family Ministry Conference. Bring your whole team no matter where you are and experience the Etch Conference live via simulcast. Register today at etchconference.com.